What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jay Halim. We are back with another exclusive episode of Star of Talk. Yes, they're all exclusive. We make sure that they're exclusive. We're not trying to have nothing that's subpar. Everything is super exclusive. This was not just super exclusive, but it's also special. I got my brother on here right now, all the way from the other side of the country, yeah. uh, in the Met, chilling, or wherever he at in the South, because he's just not in the Met, but he's, he could be anywhere <laughs> in the South. <laughs> Listen, man, this 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 brother is, is just as special as the ladies that we have on here. You know, um, I've seen this brother for a long time before we were even <laughs> thinking about being professionals at doing anything. Exactly, <laughs> man. You know, but just being it. grateful. <laughs> <laughs> being grateful that we young black men that, you know, yeah. still able to do some things for our families and, and we yeah. was able to do some things positively. Um, yeah. We, if you follow my journey, I had my show in the studio with Jay Haleem, where I focus on entrepreneurs and people who was moving and shaking. And of course, he fit the profile for that. But we all know what Starve Talk means, stand tall and reclaim victory every day. And he is definitely someone who lives this mantra, lives this motto in his life. Um, I'm talking about no, none other than my brother Terrence Tucker, T-Tuck, Tuck Project. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Oh man, what's up, man? My God, man, listen. I gotta I love get in the crowd. I gotta get in the crowd. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> man. Hey, thank you so much for giving me some time, man. We 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 need people like you, man. I just want to tell um, you publicly, thank you for doing what you're doing, man. You know, um, if I'm, nobody's telling you, I'm watching. You know, I, we were right there doing it arm in arm. Facts. Um, even though I moved right. away, but I'm still watching mm -hmm. you still carry the torch and do what you do for our, especially for our young brothers, man. And you're a hell of an example yourself. You know, how how you been doing, man? man I've been blessed, man. I've been blessed, man. You you know I got a little boy now. Yes, yes, yes. So we're gonna talk about him. We're gonna talk about the king, <laughs> the young young king. He's been running my life. <laughs> <laughs> he is now my bully. Uh hey. So, but um, but I've been loving it, man. You know, uh, you know, uh, still working, man. Still grinding. You know, what I'm saying one day at a time. You know, um, you know, uh, trying to uh, change these young men' lives out here. You know, and um, you know, trying to you know, trying my best to um, to uh, um, you know, uh, take care of my family, of course. You know, what I'm saying, and just you know, be a productive citizen, man. Yeah, man, you, you definitely doing that. You know, when I first, you know, I saw what you was doing, you know, we talked about this years ago because I had gotten yeah. into the speaking situation after the fact and you guys gave me opportunities to say, hey, got something to say. Mm -hmm. And it was so impactful because I didn't know these young brothers wanted to listen to us. <laughs> and, and look, man, you know, we go to the corners. It's like, you ain't got a pack for me. You ain't got right. to give me. I don't want to hear it. But right. You know what? What you? The question is, what changed from when you first started to now? You know where you are now with 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 far as helping out the brothers. What are you seeing different in them? Man, you gotta you you, you got to speak their language. Amen. You their language, man. You you got to meet them where they at because you know a lot of cats, man. You know, um, you know, uh, you may be successful at something, right? But you don't know how to. Let's say uh, um, communicate that well, like like it's almost like you know what I'm saying Michael Jordan, right? Right, phenomenal player, right? Yes. Phenomenal yes. Ball, but he can't coach the sport. Can't do nothing. They can't do nothing as an executive. 
can't do nothing. You got to know how to convey your message, right? You know, to a point to where these young men can relate to whatever you're trying to actually feed them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that sometimes, man, you know, we 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 as men sometimes get so caught up, you know, uh, with our success that we forget that we were young and dumb. Yeah. You know so just my 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 goal now is to, to make sure that, you know, uh, when I work with these young men, that I meet these young men, you know, that one, they understand that I care about them first. Yeah. Right, right. Love that. Then my second thing is to, you know, to uh, try to build a rapport because we, 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 you know where we from, right? Yeah, exactly. And we all know where you from, right? Yeah. So you don't really, you can't really trust people out here. You're right? Absolutely right. So a lot of cats are trying to feed off you, man, use and abuse you. Yeah. So, so most cats, man, coming where we come from, they ain't really trying to hear what you're saying when they know, when they know that you don't care about it. Yes. I mean, yeah. because... Let me come as Jay, you know, we got man, we had you know, 12, 13 year old guys, man, living grown man loud around there. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So you was around Benny Day College, man. You you saw, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? For sure. So, so I think that sometimes we have to make sure, you know, that like, you know, when I first started, you know, my thing was just to, was just, just just to be, you know, being, you know, be there, be there to actually you know, start my brand, yeah. right? My brand, you know, push my narrative, you know what I'm saying? Show people, um, you know, that we can be impactful, right? Yeah. You know, um, build relationships, you know what I'm saying? Then, but then you start learning some things while you're in the business. Yeah. Start meeting some people. Then you start seeing some stuff. Yeah. You start seeing that everybody ain't really who, who they say they are. <laughs> And then, you know what I mean? Like, well, the passion you, collection played at this way. <laughs> you, lose, you lose the googly eyes, Jay. Right? Yeah. So then you really start looking at this thing like, yo, I ain't messing with some of y'all no more. Because y'all ain't what I'm about. Mm -mm. And my 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 goal is to see these young men prosper. Yeah. Not for me to prosper. Because yeah. I'm good. You know what wow. I'm saying? My bills paid. My son took care of, you know what I'm saying? My mom and dad are gone, of course, but my family is good, right? So my life, you know, I'm 42 years old. You see what I'm saying? So where, where I've been, where I've gone, brother, I'm solid. Yeah. Now, my goal is to make sure that these young men who were told the exact same thing that I was told when I was growing up, that I wasn't going to be nothing, to make sure that that's not true. Yeah. To, you know change their narrative to change their perception on what life really is for a black man living in America. Man, you know, you said so much. That was so, oh my God. <laughs> people, one of the things stuck out cause people not being who they say they are. <laughs> That's tough right there, Jay. Oh my God. Then then not being able to trust. I, I've been documented. There's a young lady, we got this part two. She's interviewing me. Ended up, she was a coach, coaching, uh, I was coaching her. Um, her business and she started a podcast and she really wanted to interview me and she mm -hmm. didn't know what my background and where I came from. And when I told her that I found it very hard moving in this space because I, I didn't trust people since I left the street. Right. That threw her off because she said, 
you know, why would somebody be trusting people in the street? I said, it's hard for us to touch our babies because they seeing somebody who would rob, steal, and kill for and with them. Mm -hmm. Asking them to change away from that, and we're not willing to put it on the line for them. Exactly. So when you said, I'm good, it's my job to make sure they good, mm -hmm. you're not doing it for you. Mm -mm. You're not doing it for you. And that's the part that I don't see why other why people don't, don't get when they get into this situation. This is not for me. You said that you were doing this for somebody else. Yeah, bro, I'm old, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't, you know what I'm saying? You, you know we, you know what I'm saying? The clothes I'm aware, like, my feet ain't growing no more. Yeah. My head bigger. My, my stomach make it a little bigger every now and then, right? But nothing is going to change with me, you know what I'm saying, but yeah. my age. Right, you know, I'm not chasing women or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So, so uh, you know, um, so I'm not chasing stardom. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I'm chasing the opportunity to change these young men's lives. Yeah, and that's not always sexy to to uh, some people. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You're right. <laughs> you know, what I mean? but I, but I, but I don't, you know, but I don't care. That's the thing right there that you know some people have to realize is what do you care about? Yeah. Right. So. What I what I care about is the opportunity to you know say assist or lead right you know spearhead things where we can you know say form you know form a plan to help these young men. Yeah. That's what I care about. Now, do, now, do I care about getting the the you know uh, uh, the awards you know the uh, highlights and all that stuff? Nah. Cause I ain't gonna do nothing with them, but just sit on my dog on counter. <laughs> like, like they by my sink or something. You know what I'm you saying? Giving, you giving out awards now, so that don't even matter. You done got to the point where you giving away. That's what I'm saying. Like my my goal is to make sure that ten years from now, you know what I'm saying, we we have produced young men who not only can run this community, but can actually run this whole state. Not just by you know it's a political, but the the next business owner. Yeah, and like whatever, whatever you know, what whatever dreams and goals you have, you can start your own business. Here's how you yeah. know what I'm saying. Or you want to go to college. Here's how you know what I'm saying. You want to you you want to go to the uh, military, right? And then have the military pay for your school. Here's how yeah. you know what I'm saying. You you wanna you wanna be the first person within your family to 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 uh, go to college. Well, here's how. Yeah. Right? So and you wanna not go to jail. Here's yeah. how. Right? <laughs> Most definitely. So, so we just try to make sure we give a blueprint to these young men simply because they they already have a blueprint that's designed for them to fail. Got that right. Right. <laughs> so we just trying to, you know, change, you know, change gears, you know, change mindsets. But but not only that, man, change your heart. You know what I'm saying? Change hearts because 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 you have so many young men out here who have a heavy heart day to day because they don't have men like you in their life. Wow. Your son is not to have you. Yeah. Right. So think about a young man who comes home to nothing. Yeah. You right. So. We want to make sure that we can find ways to remove that anger from their heart, first of all. Yeah. And then find a way for them to 
learn, you know, what emotional intelligence is, right? Because that's right there, that that within itself can really save lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I tell people all the time that, you know, sometimes you don't know what you can be when you don't see it. Got that right. You know what I mean? Hey, T.D. So, Dick said that. You got to show them. You got to show them their eyes. And they got to see it in their eyes, man. You got to see it with their eyes. You got to show them. And one of one of one of the most painful experiences that I had when when, um, when I was a kid was when my guidance counselor told me and my mother, my ninth grade year, that I was not college material. Mm. When she told me me and my mother that, she said because 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 you have a so you have a, a real severe speech impediment, so you're going to be very limited with what you can do in life. And mm -hmm. the mistake that I made was believing her yep my mom didn't believe her but i believed her you see what i'm saying yeah all my kids that your biggest mistake will be not learning from your mistakes yeah that's you see what i'm saying so, so i had to kind of you know forgive her because she was a part of my pain for many years mm. for many years but because i went through life Really realized, really thinking that you know that I was not enough. Like, yeah. like man, you you can't do but so much, man. You you can't get a job that's gonna require you to actually speak or do stuff like that because people gonna laugh at you. Boy, look at you now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I had to heal yeah. from that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But but that but that took time. But that also took you know me stepping out my comfort zone and me finding out what self-love really is yeah. so with me finding that out now let me show these young men how to do it you know everybody who i talk to that's on the right path about helping always have their own testimony and they're dead set against letting the next generation go through what they went through right talk about that because I mean, we we still have, we're in the generation, we both the same age, so we have people that's like, oh, my daughter got to get out of 18, my son got to get out of 18, and they got to right. do this. Like, I'm just, I just don't get it. Like, my kid can't go through what mm -hmm. I went through. I don't care. I hear them talking to garbage about, oh, you're going to make them weak. No, I'm not going to make them weak if my child don't grow up with roaches and rats in the house like I did. My child's not going to have to fight over food like I did. My child's right. gonna have drug addicts in his household, her house, his whole household, like I did. That's not making right. them weak. That's giving right. them a better situation. Right. That man, the people that said they're saying like, "Oh, I went through hell, so you got to go through it too." Nah, nah. My child's not gonna go through hell. <laughs> Here, uh, you, you know, you know what I'm saying. Now, will I push them? Yes. Yeah. Will, will I? Will you know? Um, you know what? Uh, will I? Will I inform them of the challenges and the, you know, the manhood that's going to be needed for you to actually get through these situations? Yes. Mm -hmm. you know, because because no matter where you come from, no matter how much money you have, no matter how much money you don't have, you're going to have to persevere through something. Yeah. Through something in life, period, big or small. But with me, my thing was always... Um, I just knew how 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 you know impactful um my area was when you talk about men not going to college. Yeah. Like you know my guy Patrick Patterson, man, Jamie Patterson, yep. all yep. that. Mm -hmm. Those guys were like my wizard of Oz. Mm. 
because they made it out, but they left a dog on yellow brick road for me. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm so they just said, listen, you're going to go through the jungle now, right? <laughs> but you just stick on this, you know what I'm saying? You stick, you stick with this little yellow road right here, man. You got it. Yeah, like, because you ain't had to build a road, though. You see what I'm saying? Not, you ain't had to I'm, build a road. And, that, and, and that's what they trying to make these babies go through. Like, I'm like, damn, man, you know, they going to have their own problems. Like, we don't know about no damn AI. So they don't have to that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, but they don't, but, but you know, a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of these kids, you know what I'm saying, some of them, you know what I'm saying, no fault of their own, but but they're entitled. Yeah, you're right. You know, and they don't want to work for nothing. Yeah. You know, like they don't want to feel pain. You yeah. know, they don't want to, you know, that's why you got so many of them hitting little girls and, and fighting and killing folk because they don't know how to deal with certain with, with Yeah. That, that's that emotional intelligence yeah. you talk talking about. I mean, yeah, you see what I'm saying? So it's like what well, you know, whenever they're in class, you know, and teachers tell them, listen, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta do this. They can snap back at the teacher because there's there's no there's no ramifications back home. Uh-uh. You see what I'm saying? When I got home, <laughs> it's a problem. It was a dude six five waiting on me. <laughs> <laughs> Different story, right? You know what I'm saying? With a hammer. You feel me? Uh-huh. So a lot of cats don't or be real with you. We had a community. Yes, yes. Because the teacher could have got you. That you had to get through first to even get <laughs> home. So you probably got tapped, tapped, tapped by like five different people first. Exactly. <laughs> probably to even get to the house. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Now they're just not like that no more. Right? right? Yeah. You don't have mamas. I mean, none of that. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So these kids are pretty much, you know, you know, you know what social media is raising these kids. Yeah. You know, and I think that if we as we as men, you know, don't take the life lessons that we've had, right? Of course, we didn't grow up with social media. All right, you got us on that, right? You know, most of us didn't grow up with our cell phones, right? Not that right. <laughs> you got us on that one, right? Laptops, we didn't have laptops, we didn't have games, YouTube, we didn't have none of that stuff, yeah. right? You had to actually know the person you was affiliated with. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God forbid, right? You actually know the person you met. Right. You, you shook their hand. You been in their house or something. Right. Like, you was at Benedict. You actually had to, to know the guys you was cool with. Yeah, man. So, you know? God forbid, man. Like, I said, that's my Facebook homeboy. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, brothers is crazy. So, okay. So, so kids nowadays, you know, saying live, live, live their lives vicariously through social media. So there's a lot of stuff going on that we don't know nothing about, right? But I just feel like if if we as men can still use those principles that we learn through our trials and tribulations to just give them to them to say, here, here's how you did. Because no matter what, I mean, it all comes back to manhood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to find a way to. You know, work through these situations because not 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 all men will go to college. Not all men are going to go to the military. Not all men going to start their own business, right? You mm -hmm. may want to get a job and just be and just be good at that job. Yeah, and nothing wrong with that. But that's fine. 
that's fine. But I'm, my goal is to make sure that we decrease the men going, you know, the young men going to jail. Mm -hmm. Decrease you know, a, a young men going into the funeral homes. Yep. Definitely. My job. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? What do they? Yeah. What do you say uh, to the people who who are now um, attacking manhood and trying to say that it's it's some toxic, toxic masculinity and all that garbage? To me, it's man. <laughs> man, people. I mean, it's just like having a you know a butthole, man. Like <laughs> everybody got one. Yeah, everybody got one, man. Like you can't you 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 know. You know you can't satisfy everybody. Yeah, you're right about that. And you know, you know, social media, you know, and podcasts and stuff like that sometimes gives the gives the worst people voices because mm. they throw out these whack ass narratives. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. excuse my. Life. Now you good, you good. Whack that that can really penetrate, you know, a weak person's mind. Yeah. And if you're throwing out that kind of information, man. Now you got men who don't know how to hold doors for their woman or who don't know how to be respectful to, um, to let's say, uh, to um, to uh, the elders. Yeah. You know, around, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, you know, you know, you just young men nowadays, you tell them to pull their pants up, brother, looking at you like you crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You tell them, yo, man, take out the trash. Right. Go do this, right? Go, you know, go walk to the store for your mother or do anything like that. Some of them looking like, nah, you do it. You know, that, bro, that used to be a badge of honor for me. Who you telling? Still you is. Know, <laughs> I'm going to take that five hours and get, hey, whatever change you got left. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah, man. I, you know what I'm saying? But that was just stuff that I had wanted to do. My dad didn't have to tell me three times to uh, cut the grass because, because of my respect for him. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But I just, you know, I know that every man won't have a dad in his life, right? Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, we have to make sure that young men, because see, nowadays, young women are paying for them. Yeah. Because see, you can look at a guy now the guy, guy on TikTok, guy on, you know, he on, he on social media, you know, he on social media looking real good, real handsome. He dressing fly, right? Nice, just looking good, right? Then you get, <laughs> and then you you really get to actually know dog, right? You find a dog a real loser. Mm -hmm. Because the, the dog don't really know what manhood looks like because, because dog was never around manhood. Yeah. yeah. So dog don't know the to to pay the bulk of the bills, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. or to 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 you know take the trash out, or to do this or do that, or put gas in the car every now and then, right? You know, show a woman love, right? Or, or just do manly things, right? Be the be be the protector. Yeah. Right? Dog just know the hitter. Yeah. Whenever he feel that she cheating or she she about to dip out of something, you know what I'm saying? Put his hands on. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's the 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 culture that we are we are living in nowadays celebrates foolishness. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I just feel like we as men, no matter how no matter how tall that dog on mountain is, we still got to do our due diligence. We we you know 
we still have to meet these young men where they're at to, to help some of them because some of them will get it. Yeah, they will. I mean, some of them will get it. And they're going to be the the, uh, the uh, next ones to change the laws, change the rules, you know what I'm saying, set the standard, you know what I'm saying, and then we can go home, on, we, you know, we can go home at night, you know what I'm saying, 60, 70 years old, you know what I'm saying, not worrying about folk, you know, uh, breaking into our houses because we raised the, the we raised the cops. Yeah. Oh, man. Firefighters, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, we raised the bankers, you know. We we actually raised the coaches. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Why, go ahead, go ahead. why they? No, no, no. You you just made me think. Like, why do they feel like these aren't good jobs? Like, I remember there's one thing. We took some brothers from church to, um, this is back when Fruitvale Station came out. We took yeah. to see that movie, Young Boys, Young Boys, and we come. We were going into Zaxby's with them to get them something to eat afterwards, and a gang of firefighters came in it. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, Aaron Bishop. This yeah. Hey, man, y'all tell them brothers something. You know what I mean? We got these boys out here. We going to go see a game. I mean, going coming from seeing the, um, the movie. One of the yeah. brothers said, and it was a brother too, and don't be no firefighter. I jumped dead on him, man. I said, why would you tell him that, dude? I said, nothing wrong with that job. I said, what, what are you talking about? And so it just hit me when you said those jobs. You said the police. You know, you mm. said the firefighter. You said the coach. You know, mm. all these important positions important job. in our community. Yeah. Way more important than the president. Mm-hmm. They, you know, like these positions, why is it that we're telling our boys that's not a good idea? Foolishness, man. You know, I mean, I just think that, that you know, you know, they're not sexy jobs, man. Mm. They're not the uh, rappers or the producers or the ball players or what's you don't see that stuff on TikTok, right? You know, yeah. you know, right? When, it, when so when a guy graduates from the uh, police uh, police academy, right? He posts on social media, make it a hundred likes, yeah, right. So a guy graduates from you know firefighter school, you know, well, uh, whatever they call it, right? No, yeah. no that but um it, it, you know make it 150 likes or something right ooh right right could you know you know a rule who you know what I'm saying Con- congratulations right but a guy get released from jail that shit got a thousand likes hey man I just, boy, TikTok. I just put that on TikTok man I said we gotta stop celebrating losers <laughs> like no, they're serious because if you yes. did and you got locked up, you lost. We're not celebrating that. Nah, you like, took a mean hell. Yeah, like we can't keep we can't keep lying and saying that this person won because they got caught doing thirty years, twenty years. Right. I don't want you to go to jail, but you lost. You played the game and you lost. It's a hundred right. other people that probably did it, didn't go right. to jail. They're they're productive citizens. They done found something new to do with their life. And move, mm-hmm. but nobody's supporting. Nobody putting them on the t-shirt. You know, no. you only get the t-shirt until no. you, you die. You die. You got killed. You lost. Right in that game. So we celebrating the losers. We're right. not celebrating the winners at all. So bro, I, I don't I, get that, bro. It's a couple of cats, man. You know, it's a couple of cats, man. That I that I know. You know, not really big on social media. 
you know what I mean? But they got good jobs, man. You know, married, you know what I mean? Phenomenal kids, man. Nice homes, man. Front backyards, cars, all that stuff, man. Living well, you know, willing, you know, living well manicured neighborhoods, right? Yeah. They may post a picture of just whatever, and that shit might get five likes. Yeah. Like, well, they got two cars, man, a nice home, you know what I mean? Take care of their family. Like, like that's that's reality. Yeah. We we live in a culture now that doesn't celebrate reality. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? What's like, real don't count. What's real don't matter. I like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody want, you know what I'm Everybody want, want a top 10 highlight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so it's scary. They, right. So, so, so young men, if you take them somewhere, if you take them, you know what I'm saying? If you take them to, to, to the a fire department or better yet, you take them to, to the, to the dog on police department and you tell them, listen, man, you can get a good job, make this kind of money, a pension and all this stuff right here. You can live good. Right. Number one thing they're gonna say, I don't want to be no snitch, man. I ain't messing with the twelves. You know what I'm saying? I ain't messing with the pigs, right? And then, then they may say, well, man, you only making about forty thousand dollars, right? Right, starting out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Young Dolph made that in a day. You ain't Young Dolph. <laughs> <laughs> to keep it plain, right? To keep it plain. You ain't young dog. But that's the that's the lottery ticket. And I say that all the time. I tell them all the time, like, and I this is the thing that I've been, and this I'm working on my, my next book, and it's what it's gonna be called. And, and and the philosophy is that when you play the lottery, we know that only one person for the most part gonna win. Right. But millions and millions are going to play. Right. Knowing that they're not gonna win. I mean, even right. to this day, we understand that. It's not even a chance in each store that you play in. It's right. one store out of the right. whole damn country right. <laughs> in the one right. state. And everybody will still play. That everybody. People would get together. They would, would get office pools. They would do everything. They were organized more than they ever organized before. Right. For the one lottery ticket. One. And, and it translates to, think about, now you said Young Dolph. Mm -hmm. How many young Dolphs is it? It's only one. It's only and he did. And he did. And they you so you got because he made it. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be a million people try to be that as opposed to other things that they can be because Jay-Z made it. It's a million of us who tried to be Jay-Z when they could have been them. Because you know, Eminem, like we we always going after the lottery ticket. Exactly. As opposed to the sure thing. Exactly. The sure thing. And that's what, that's the scariest thing. Right. And you know what I'm saying? What you was born to do, right? A lot of cats ran from what they was born to do. They yes. still run. Yeah, you're you absolutely know? right. You you find right. that out in your teens. You know what you were supposed to be doing in your teen. Your teenage years, you doing something. And then people like, like you like you went with with the, with your um guidance counselor. Right. Something, or some people, parents should even put that on them and say, Hey man, you know, uh, you're gonna get a real job, you know. Right. And sometimes it, it, it I would rather do the research and see how I can, you know. My daughter said she wanted to be a teacher. Now my mm -hmm. daughter got two books, you know, mm -hmm. sold thousands of copies. She sold more mm -hmm. copies than me, you know. Wow. But she wants to be a teacher, right? 
I can't tell. I'm saying, okay, well, teaching straight up, you're not going to make much money, but this is the other alternatives you can do with teaching to get you right. what you need to get to, and I'll invest in it to make sure that you're good. I, boom, so we still working that plan because if all she want to do is be around these kids, she need to be happy first, money second. Happy, happy matters, man. Yes. Happy matters. <laughs> People matters, dog. Like, it's priceless. Yeah, man. It's, it's it, when we get to this age that we are now, we start to understand that shit, man. Right. Like, older folks used to tell us that, and we didn't want to hear it. <laughs> hey, listen, uh -uh, you bugging, you tripping, you old. You don't know what you're talking about. Boy, man, to be able Boy. to put a smile on your face and, 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 and easily without try, trying to put it on there, like you not, not putting on a brave face, it just coming naturally. It come natural, man. Boy, like that's that. something different. That's man. That is an amazing feeling, bro. Man, okay. you know, speaking of which, it will change change gears real fast. You know, um, mm -hmm. we all came out of this pandemic. Yeah, we went through the pandemic different mm -hmm. than a lot of people. You know, um, I know another brother who um had, a, and I'm gonna talk with him too, but um had a similar story as you. Mm -hmm. You know, I was there. I, I got the phone call from Tamika. And she mm -hmm. that um Tuck lost his dad. Mm -hmm. And you know, immediately, like, damn, you know, you know, that's that's you know, he's taking the L, you know, let's go ahead and make sure he gets something, you know, give send the condolences, you know, the same thing everybody do. Yeah, man. And I appreciate that too, dog. And no doubt, man, no doubt. But then mm -hmm. not too long after that, we get another call. Did you hear Tuck took another L? Yeah. He lost his mind. Now, at this point, I don't know what to say at this point. I hey, we ain't know what to say. Because, <laughs> you know, you get to a point where, you know what I'm saying, like, you, it, it's real weird at that time, it, just yeah. one situation. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, but, but for me, you never, you never, you never stopped mm -hmm. serving. Mm-hmm. What what was that about, man? You know what I mean? Because that's what I paid attention to. I was like, and, and every that's the time where everybody would have been okay. If you would have took if you would have been still with your feet up right now, like I'm I'm chilling, everybody right. would understand. Right. But you never stopped serving. You actually went harder. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because because I knew I wasn't doing it for me no more. You know what I'm saying? And I'm never really doing it for me, but I mean by what you know, you know, you know, when I say it like that, man, it's all about, you know, for years you live your life when you become a grown man and you start like, the, you know, those life lessons that your parents may have been trying, let's say, uh, you know, uh, to, uh, to instill in you, you will start seeing that stuff coming to fruition. Yeah. And you got a newfound respect for them. Because mm -hmm. you've seen what they went through. Like, they went through, man, civil rights and all that. You know what I'm saying? In the being, You know what I'm saying? Like, being told, no, you can't see it because you're black. Mm -hmm. type vibe. You know what I'm saying? But yet, they still found ways to make sure that, that we had what we needed. Mm -hmm. So I always had a different level of respect for them. Mm -hmm. Like, and then to... Be a married couple for 60 years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a different level of commitment. Right Who there. you telling? <laughs> that's powerful, man. That's you know what I'm saying? 
So I was raised with with some phenomenal, hardworking man, dope man, God fearing people. Mm. So I was one of those cats, man. My dad was a reverend, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, but when he he he, my uh my my pop took a chance on life because my family's from Orangeburg, mm. and when my dad, you know, when uh, when I was born, my dad moved the family with with man, you know, literally no money, moved to Columbia, and we stayed in Saxon Homes, mm. and he had got a job working for the post office, but he started doing so well that he kept getting these little pro, pro, promotions. Mm -hmm. And then my mama started working real hard. So they were able to kind of get a little house, right, later on. But just me seeing them jokes, man, grind, man, day in and day out, never complaining. My dad never called in sick. My my mom never called in sick. Like, they always just, you know what I'm saying, went to work, man, and grind. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Never made excuses, but... They also never allowed us to to, to uh, make excuses. Mm. My dad forget about my speech impediment. He would not let me, you know, what I'm saying use that, that. Like my dad was hard on me for that. Mm, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like you ain't gonna be no handicapped kid out here, son. You know what I'm saying? So there were times where me and him beefed about it because my mindset was, man, you being hard on me. Mm -hmm. When his mindset was, nah, but I. Like, nah, but I love you. That's why I'm being hard on you because I don't yeah. want nobody to manage you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have to get out here and fight more more than the average person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So by me going through all that, man, with them, you know, you know, by me persevering through life, you know, by me going to college, you know, getting a college degree, you know what I'm saying? Doing stuff like that, man, getting a master's degree, you know. <laughs> You know, you know, uh, working for the federal government by them seeing all that coming to fruition, knowing, knowing what they were told about me, it, it made me respect them more. Mm. Now, here's what happened because they became my wife. Yeah. For many years. So when they left, well, I didn't have a wife for a minute. Mm. You know, I was thinking like, well, can I go next? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because, because this, my whole reason for the Tuck Project was was because there were you know so many kids who were being told what I was being told, and that was just me paying my parents back for how much you know in the uh, dedication that they gave me, yeah. right? Like, like God forbid, you know what I'm saying? You lead this earth. No time soon, but imagine you leave this earth. Imagine how your kids would feel, bro. Yeah. So imagine being a grown man, right? Feeling like you're a 10 year old now because your doggone parents, the, the, the soul people you come home, you cook for, you check on, right? Right. You help bathe them. You know what I'm saying? You got to change pamphlets sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, doctor's appointment. You know, you got to fuss at them. <laughs> got to fuss at them, right? You know what I'm saying? About their medicine. Uh-huh. They're now gone. Yeah. So your sole purpose for, like, for just many years has left. So that right there, 
Yeah, that's when I had to lean, really, really, really lean on my faith. Yeah. And people say, man, why you need to stop? Because I always tell people because my dad wouldn't have stopped. Yeah. You know, my dad, my dad, father died. You know, my, my pops kept preaching. You know what I mean? Kept moving. You know what I'm saying? It was never just, you know what I mean? Never an excuse. You know, my dad had the flu, never called out a word. Yeah. I mean, put it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? Just keep moving. Keep moving. And that was just my mentality. Now, what I had to realize was that I was hurting. Yeah. So I didn't want to bleed on nobody else. Yeah. Wow. So I became selfish to the point where I had to spend a lot of time by myself. Mm. I didn't want nobody else to feel how I was feeling when, when because sometimes when you're feeling some kind of way, that feeling can, can come off negatively. Yeah. So I had to make sure because, because you got so many loved ones, man, supporters, you know what I mean, friends. You don't want to rub nobody the wrong way who uh, who has been there for you. Yeah. So I had to kind of take a step back, you know, not from my business, but just from a personal standpoint so I can make sure that I'm good so me and you can still be good. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you get, because you showed up to, to the, you showing up to the, the funeral, the house, Calling, you texting, you sending stuff. Now that's all love. Yeah. So, so now, you know, let me get myself together. So, I, so, so my goal is to, you know, what I'm saying match your energy. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So I gotta make sure that I'm good because right now, bro, I'm, bro, destroyed. Like, you put my mom in a hospital room for three weeks with no visitors. My mom died by herself. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's tough to live with. Mm. You see what I'm saying? You know, my mom was a woman who who did so much for the community, man. She, man, she always volunteered, you know what I mean? Helped, you know what I mean? Gave to the homeless. Like, she loved service. So my thought process was no woman like that should die by herself like that. Yeah. All right. So I had a lot of questions. But like I said, one thing that I had to lean on was that word, you know what I mean? And I had to make sure that I, you know, lean on my family, those who actually really care about you. Not yeah. people who call you family, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But those who really are family to you, you know what I mean? Which, which won't always be blood. Yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely right. You're absolutely which, you know, always be blood, but that, that, me going through that process, man, really showed me who I can lean and get you know who you can lean on. You know what I mean. Yeah. Depend on. Um, but it showed me how strong I really was. Yeah. You know. But it also showed me how how real life is, bro. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. You got to, you got you got to really take this thing serious out here, man. And you you a special you, brother, man. I when I saw it, man, I, I was just like, and I'd be perfectly transparent. I I my parents are alive, but I don't have <laughs> parents like that. You know, I have a different yeah. relationship uh, with my parents. Um, I love them. Yeah. But when you know, I live vicariously through people like yourself, you know, um, when I when I see those relationships that I've always prayed for, you know, yeah. and my job is to give it to my kids the way yeah. that I always wanted it. And so all I can say is, I, I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. Watching. 
And I, man, you only understand how strong you making me. <laughs> Even now in this conversation, because yeah. we got to find a why. And you, sometimes you. nobody around us got the answer. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, you guys, they, they asking you the questions. You sitting right. like, I need somebody to tell me how the hell to do this bro, right now. Bro, it was times, man, you know, Jay, man, schools were calling me, asking me for help, you know what I'm saying? Principals and everybody, you know what I'm saying? Mentees and family members, you know, what uh, were asking me for help. Man, you calling me when I just finished crying. You see what I'm saying, bro? Man. I'm asking the phone, wiping away tears from my eyes, like, oh, no, 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 you good, you good, you good, you good, what's up, what's up, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Because I got to, like, you know, get these emotions out of me, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's killing me. You know what I'm saying? So I think letting, you know, letting the emotions out, you know, sometimes people don't realize that you're human. Yeah. And, and, and stuff. Like, you know, you ain't going through no punch in the arm. Nah, not you know? even a little bit. <laughs> like, you going through something that that can rock your soul, man. You know what I'm saying? But like, but I think that you know, and we still processing it. You know what I'm saying? Me and my sister still going through some stuff because you know, you can, you know, that stuff never leaves you. But but what I can say is what I have learned to 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 a uh, focus on is the positives. Yeah. And that helps me out, man. Just, just, just the positives, the lessons that I learned. You know what I'm saying? When you think, you know, you know, you know. Now, um, now when I give speeches, you know, I, I make sure that I reference my parents. Yeah. You no, know, because you want to keep their legacy going. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, sometimes, man, people don't realize, you know, how valuable a person is. You know what I mean? Until they're gone, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that my son coming into my life really, really, you know, really slowed things down for me. Yeah. You know, because it kind of stopped some of my running. Man, like, you smile so hard when you have him. Oh, man. Oh, my God. And, and I was going to, I was transitioning to that. You know <laughs> what I mean? But I, because uh, I'm a dad, man, and I, I'm a, I, and I got a son. It's just a different feeling, man. Like, oh, man. It's hey, a different feeling, man. I, I, bro, I've never been in love like that. Oh my God. Yeah, man. Like, you don't really, you don't really, you don't really know what love is, man, until you have a kid almost, dog. You right. I mean, you in my right. opinion. No, no, you know you're I mean? absolutely right. You know, but to, to, to look at something that you will absolutely die for with no problem. No problems. No questions. <laughs> <laughs> no. no questions about it, man. And, and it's tough. Oh. And just wait because now mine is 10 mm -hmm. and playing basketball. Wow. And now is in the thing of, and I just put videos out of us in the gym yesterday. Now I'm beating up on them. Yeah. And and, and you got it. You know how much you love them. Right. But you, you know, you try to, you're making a man out of them. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's hurting you to you hurt be alone. Oh right. my God! That's yeah. let me tell you. Yeah, my 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 dad. See, my dad. He, you know, my dad. He had a funny way of communicating. <laughs> like, my dad was a preacher for thirty years, right? My dad had his own church. Um, um, my 
My dad got his church when I was like 10 years old. And my dad could talk to a, to a whole congregation of people easily. But, he, but my dad found it hard talking to me about feelings. Oh, my God. So my dad would, would tell my mom what to say, you know what I'm saying, to me. You know, when it came down to, you know what I'm saying, feelings now, like, hey, why that boy ain't called me today? Mm -hmm. you know? Or, you know, let him know I miss him. Now, he wouldn't tell me that. Yeah. Yeah, that generation, man. That generation, <laughs> that generation, man. But you know, that so now what I do, you know, you know, just my my sole focus is to tell my son as much as possible. Oh my God! Look, yes, I'm much as possible. Like there's 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 no middleman with this. You hearing it from the horse's mouth. I love you. Day in and day, I, I'm gonna kiss. I'm gonna do everything I can. So when you know, so so when I'm not here one day, you will know that I really genuinely loved you, not just by just me paying for your your dentist appointments or me buying you jewelry <laughs> or me buying you whatever shirt you want, but, but but just by my presence, but by my affection. My yeah. dad wasn't a guy. Yeah, they they they're not like that. That generation now. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, not yeah, even man. a little bit. <laughs> right. But 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 that affected me also because because it was hard for me to to be affectionate with people. Yep. Yeah. No. You you absolutely right. We look, yeah. man. I'm with you. That it's the same situation, and and it's different. You was at my event, and I'm I'm sitting there. I said, when we turned forty, man, them tears started coming out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm like, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> You right though, like you can get like what no. the hell, bro? You can <laughs> just be driving and just and just become just come yeah, damn music's wrong song. Come on, baby. like what the hell? Not coming out. You like yo, what the hell's wrong with me, bro? You've been it's been so bottled up. Yeah, the generation raised us like that. Yeah, saying it's like it wasn't no emotion. And my grandmother, oh my god, my mom, like I can't. My dad told me, you know, we was talking before I left South Carolina. He was like, man, I said, yeah, me and mom got to work some things out. No, she never said this. She never said this shit. He said, son, she never will. Right. You got to deal with that. Wow. She's not going to do it. Right. And it's like, damn, you know, like. Yeah, but it's reality, though. Yeah, man. He's like, she, she's not. She's not going to say right. anything about that. She's not going to apologize for it. Mm -hmm. And he just looked at me, gave me this, and I'm sitting there like, there it is. Uh, so amazing. that's a, that's a tough nut to crack. But yeah, it's it, when you when you had that child, man, and and I believe because I'm be being a believer that it was right on time for your uh, son. To come. I needed it, bro. I needed it. Like, oh my god, I, like that little juggle to, to to come into this world when he did, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, you no, know, he came in looking at me. You know, like, yeah, I'm here now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, look, don't think that you were, you were not forgotten about. You got yeah. a, a special gift wrap with your name on it. Special right gift here. Wrap. And let me tell you, it, 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 has, it has helped my mentoring. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure of it. You know what I mean? But it, but it, but it also scares me at times, too, because now... 
you know, you 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 find yourself worrying about things that that you didn't worry about. Oh, like you got a ten year old, so yeah. you gotta worry about your son just coming home at night. Who you telling? Yeah. Oh, look. And then now he's outside with the boys, you right. know, in front of the house. And right. so you think about that part. You know, I I, I got to show him that it's guns in the house and what right. you're supposed to do with these things. And, right. you know, we had the basketball games and I had to have those conversations because he's very animated. He's, I said, right. you got to be ready. We might have to throw some of them things because if you, hey. Okay, and, and, you know, somebody else gonna say something back to you. You ain't the right. only one that, that can buck up like that. So you gotta, right. you know, I like you know I'm here, but you gotta stand right. tall too, you know. And 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 and, and we have those conversations, be, you know, because you gotta think like that. You know, hey, look, I got shot at 14. I was wow. on my 13, and they and I wow. and he goes with me to speaking engagements. You know, mm -hmm. we, we adopted a school out here, um, this high school called Mission High School. And all of the students are recovering addicts. Wow. Yeah, and so we adopted the school. I won't starve academy. We adopted the school. Now I'm a part of the board. So he's there with me while, I, while I'm with these kids. You know what I'm saying? That's going through from all walks of life. Mm -hmm. And so he see, he hear. I spoke. I was a keynote speaker at the graduation. He He's there when we're mm. talking about this. because So they, they don't, like, well, our parents didn't, a lot of in the generation, some parents did, but most parents didn't tell us everything. Mm -hmm. they know everything. I'm like, you're not going to get it misconstrued not one bit about who your father was and what right. what's going on. So, because I don't want them to figure it out in the street. Nah. I don't want nobody in the street to tell them something I should have told them. Right. To teach them something I should have taught them. To give right. them something I should have gave them. Right. They have something to try to offer. But it damn right. sure ain't gonna be something that I could have gave him. Cause anything I could have gave you, you gonna get it for me first. Exactly. And that's exactly. and that's that. And that's that's the difference, you know, that I've seen. Like, we can't stop things from happening. Stuff happens that we you know, but our job is to do exactly that. Our job, whatever we supposed to be giving our kids, they should get it from us. They shouldn't have to learn about sex from the street. They shouldn't have to learn about right. the dangers of life from the street. They shouldn't right. have to learn about the goodness of life from the street. Right. Because when you right. get those inform that information from those people, that changes their life. Right. Your first in anything you never forget. It, nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So your first person to put you on to getting on a plane, I wanted mm -hmm. to be me. You know what I'm saying? The first person to show you this right. portion of life, it needs to be me. That first person right. put their hand on your ass need to be me. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody yeah. else out there. Right. I'm right. doing it so it don't happen out there. Not there. Yeah. So it's it's a special situation, but I wouldn't change it for the world, man, because um, I I needed it when I got yeah. it. When my mind came, my daughter came, I needed it. Because I, mm. I was I was ready to go and do some others at 27 years old. Man, I was still in the still ready. Still a thousand percent ready, and just yeah. look at her like, yeah. <laughs> my son came; he's my barometer, man. Ten years ago, wow. I got my car repossessed. I was working eight dollars an hour at the Hampton Inn on Clemson Road of yeah. in twenty thirteen when he came in his world. Wow. So, like to see him, that, that's my measuring stick. I'm like, hey, yeah. I'm just yeah. fine because he, I, right, I'm all right. So, you know, I, I, I definitely, hey, man, 
I, I never congratulated you when your son came in um personally. We probably I know I sent something on social media, but oh, congratulations to you. Thank and you, man. It, the fatherhood looks great on you, brother. <laughs> man, I appreciate it, man. I, I, hey, bro, I love it, man. I wish I would have did it sooner. <laughs> <laughs> it was right on time, man. It was right on time. I said that with my son because they five years apart, but I needed him, man. I needed yeah. him at that time. I was going through so much hell. Yeah. So I he I remember them taking my car the day he came from the hospital, bro. Wow. Literally that night, I remember going down there. Wow. You know how when they come repost my car, they come with the guns because they they don't know what you're going to do. They ready. And I'm walking out there by myself, and the dude like I remember the next day I went because I said I just want my son's stuff, and they can see it in my face. The guy said the next day I went there, he said you the guy. He said they came here talking about you. He said, we didn't know what this guy was going to do because they were expecting me to flip out. Right. Only way you would have got a problem out of me if I couldn't get my son things out of that car. Right. I did not care about anything else. The guy literally was like, hey, man, we can try to work something out with you. Like the next day, I said, no, right. keep the car. He's like, because yeah. they didn't know how to take me. Right. All, right. I, all I cared about was that boy. And yeah. I had a car five days later, another car. Right. Better. But it was just like, the love of that boy, yeah, kids like, look, I can get through whatever, man. I can get through whatever. I'm going to make sure he I and 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 I almost lost him at birth, so that was another thing. He came, wow. yeah, he came out, you know, unresponsive. So, and he was yeah. in Nixon for almost a week. So at the end of the day, like my son with all them tubes in him, all that other stuff going on, I'm not thinking about none of this stuff. I'm happy to see him. Exactly. Still to this day, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. <laughs> can't wait to get back to him and my daughter. And, right. and like it's, it's it's nothing like being a parent, man. And we do what we do for mm -hmm. them indirectly. They don't understand it. Like you raising your son around these kids, mm -hmm. helping mm -hmm. with the understanding that they're gonna say, that's Tuck son. Yeah. Oh nah, you hey, leave him alone. That's Tuck son. You know yeah. what he did for me? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm that's what we do it for. Exactly, pay it we got to yeah. pay it forward, man. You know, building that bridge for him. Oh my God, that's that. Oh, you know, man. talking that bridge. You you yeah. you <laughs> college man. We both we both of uh, uh, HBCU graduates, and I want to I want to talk about that. I want to close with this. With okay. everything that happened with with you know with the federal government and you know um with the affirmative action and. Uh -huh. All this stuff right here. How important, two-part question, how important is it for black kids to start back prioritizing HBCUs? And then on the second side of the question, how important is it for HBCUs to get their act together to be able to receive the best and brightest of us that come to the school? Well, I think it's a two-part relationship, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? For us, by us, man. Yeah. Really has to kind of be the uh, the outcry here. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, not calling white people, you know, like, not trying to call them out because we know some phenomenal white folks. Yes, of some course. Individuals who, who, who you, know, you know, really don't see color like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But there are, there are some of us who hate on us. Yeah. Right. And, but, but, but 
then you will always have people that will show you how much or how little they value you. Mm. Right? And I feel like this. We have so many people that, um, that come from historical black colleges that are doing some phenomenal things in life. Right, running their own business, man, governors, doctors, lawyers, senators, you know what I'm saying? You name it, man. People, people running, man, people running the country that came from historical black colleges, right? People, guys playing, you know, guys, you know, guys playing, you know, football, basketball, stuff like that, right? With the, you know, coming from historical black colleges, right? We have shown you that, that, no matter where you're from, you can be successful, right? Like that—that that is out there, right? My 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 first job when I finished grad school was, you know, working in Washington D.C. Of course, work working for the federal government. My the uh, the guy who had an office right next to me had the exact same job that I had. My man, right, got his degree from Michigan, Michigan University. We was making the we was making the same amount of money. You see what I'm saying? My thing is this right here. Kids have to be shown how special these 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 historical black colleges are by us. We can't just we can't just you can't you know what I'm saying we like you can't go to these schools right and you know you know you know really expect these kids to actually know how important these schools really are. We have to. We have to make sure that we teach these schools. Well, not only these schools, but these teachers, right? Because when I go into a school right now, right, right, and I can ask a teacher, you know, how do you feel about your kids going to historical black colleges? That teacher may have went to uh, to uh, Winthrop University. Mm -hmm. That teacher may have went. To to uh Waffle University, yeah, Army University, they ain't telling that man. They're not telling those black kids exactly. about <laughs> historical black college. You not know what I'm saying? A bit. Right. So we as we we as the 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 community, right? The 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 the, uh, the elder statesmen, we have to get back into these schools, these neighborhoods, um, to inform these kids. You know, first of all. That you are college material. One, you okay? You are college material, right? You have what it takes, right? It don't matter if you got a C average right now; you still can go to college. Yeah, right. That has to be informed first. Then two, you know, you know, take them on college tours. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, you know, grandma might not have no money to uh, to to uh, drive to Orangeburg. Mm -hmm. Like grandma might not have no money. To uh, drive to to uh, Jackson State, right? Grandma may not have no money to uh, drive the house. You know what I'm saying? So, so if we have the resources, let's come together, right? Let's get a bus, right, a van, and let's pack these kids on there, and let's take them to their future. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Now, the institutions have to do a better job with admissions mm. because they suck in admissions. Right, people calling, man, calling, right, not getting a call back, right? You know, parents, the you know, parents don't know the uh, status 
you know, you know, the babies, right? Mm -hmm. There was no letters being given out, right? Right? There's no response to uh to to uh no emails, right? So they have to keep calling just to kind of get a you know uh, get an update on what's the yeah. status of their child. Nobody wants to go through that. When you can call Winter, right, and Winter get you in that day, right? With <laughs> get your transcript. Hey, when you graduate, you get your transcript. <laughs> you got to go through. The you got the room and everything in one day. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 tough, man. Hey, look, I, I I trip off of that all the time because you know graduate. You know, we both graduated from HBCUs, and then my kids, um, my wife again, you know, graduated from HBCU. And I, I think about the same thing. I know I had, we had two different experiences. Her right. having, uh, uh, you know, parents that went to school, they went to, you know, um, HBCU as well. And I not having parents that went to school. I was taking, mm -hmm. I, I was taking for a long ride, man. Oh yeah. Oh, I was yeah. taking for a long ride, man. And so I, I still, I'm a little bitter. Yeah. I just think that we, we, on the flip side, like you said, the admissions, you, you're absolutely right. Some of that stuff is still, we've been to school 20 something years ago and it's still insane. It's still crazy. Still crazy. <laughs> it's still crazy. I was, How is this <laughs> so I, that, that troubles me. But then, you know, it's like when I, when now that we're professionals and I'm not even going to say, but I know I went to a certain school and I went and I'm like, Hey, here's my services. Mm -hmm. And I'm not asking for a dollar. Mm -hmm. And I remember going to one school and saying, look, I got a program teaching these babies about entrepreneurship they mm -hmm. come for free. Mm -hmm. And they said, uh, all right, well, we'll see what we can do. All right. And then never get back. And mm -hmm. I other school directly across the street from that school mm -hmm. said, what, what do you need from me? I will exactly. bring my kid. I will bring the kids. I will do this. I will do that. Mm -hmm. And so, this and 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 that's where we got to get past this. Like, mm -hmm. we don't we we got we spend money on somebody coming to there to to perform, right? You know, or for politics or all that other nonsense. But mm -hmm. we have to invest in our students. Like, we right. can't keep saying, "Oh, well, we don't have a stadium," or we can't keep saying we don't have enough money for scouts. Well, go get it. Well, go get it. Go get it. If it, if that's what it is, because our babies now. They can't go to Harvard like they is in the next few years. It's going to be harder, and, gonna it, be and, and the other schools are going to you know. Once it happened to one, they open the floodgates. So it's going to be Princeton. Oh. It's going to be this NYU. Oh, yeah. be all those schools, Berkeley, everybody, everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. so why why aren't we stepping it up and making ready? Right. Because I get it. It's a business, right? So, but mm -hmm. I run a business, and so I make ready for the business that I want. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to do right. what I'm doing now, so I can't, I'm not going to just do it out of my house. I'm going to go get an office. Right? Right. Because I want right. to be, you know, if somebody come in, everybody can't come to your house, so they, I want to make ready for that. I want right. to have a refrigerator over there. I want to have this. I want to have everything so that when this happens, mm -hmm. we can do it. We got more than enough students that want to come to school. So right. why don't we make the investment right. into, you know, into our future Cause now we're on the other side from right. alumni, right? From you know, from the top. Like, how? Why don't we make? I'm glad when I go back to my school. It, look, it doesn't look like it looked when I was there. So it's some it. progress. It. <laughs> A lot of progress. Hey, I said my student loans working, but look, bro, I, 
birthday lunch for free. Plenty of days. Oh <laughs> man, I'm paying for this. Yeah, <laughs> y'all exactly. eating off me. So I, if my office is downtown, I used to pull up. Okay. <laughs> hey, look, I'm getting, I'm eating lunch over here because uh, uh oh, uh, y'all y'all got uh, different y'all got different selections. Y'all got Chinese food in. Oh, they good up there right now. Though. Oh my god, we used to have day couple days old chicken. <laughs> Man, rice be four days old in that joke, bro. You best have you, you best probably get that real, man. Oh my God, man. <laughs> so you know, and then we, look, then we had the nerve to eat it and keep going back for it, right? <laughs> Campus life. Campus that- life, man. But yeah, man, look, starve talk. Stand tall and reclaim victory every day. What that mean to you, man? That acronym right there. What does that mean to you? Man, just perseverance, man. You know what I'm saying? Perseverance, never giving up. You know what I'm saying? Never settling. You know what I'm saying? And just you know, you, you know, you, you know, more importantly, man, you know, you know, you know, to having a purpose. You know what I'm saying? But like, like, um, we, we, you know, we, we, whenever we talk about, you know, what I'm saying star man standing tall at the same time, man, like when I was a janitor for uh, Dutchburg High School, man, and my principal came to me that day, man. That Thursday night, they was about to have a big game, and they asked me to uh, buff, buff the uh, floor, the uh, basketball gym that night. And I stayed late to actually do it. And um, the guy, man, Dr. Witt, man, came to me um, one night, man, asked me, hey, man, what are you doing here? And I was like, hey, man, it's my shift. Like, you know, what do you mean? Like, you, you asked me to uh, buff and wax the floor for the game tonight. But then he turned around and said, no, 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 no. What are you doing here? Like, why are you 20, 24 years old and why are you my lead janitor? Like, you know, you know, why aren't you in college somewhere? And my my response to him was that I was told that I was not college material. But but I was doing such, you know, such a you know great job where I was. That my man was like, hey man, you know, first of all, you the lead janitor here when you're 24 years old. And you don't need to be here. You need to be somewhere in college because no matter how low you are, your character still has to remain high. Mm-hmm. Mm. You never know who's watching you. Yeah. That had been watching me for four years. I was a janitor for four years working my cell off. Never complaining. You know what I'm saying? Loving my job. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I didn't know that I could do better. Yeah. But I was standing all where I was, though. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes, you know, you know, you just never know how impactful you are just by where you're standing at, man. People are watching where you're standing at right now saying, hey, this guy deserves more than what he's getting. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I, I think just, you know what I'm saying, by that, man, just, you know, you know, well, you got appreciation for what you know, saying what you've been through. I mean, you know, that's just gonna help where you're going. Yeah, and that's that's amazing, man. I always tell people part of my testimony. I say I never been fired from a job. Mm. You know what I mean? So that 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 means so much. Like when I hear another brother say the same thing, because I always tell like you want to, people want to be business owners. I say you can't be a bullshit employee and think you're gonna go and be a, a, a perfect boss. Oh, man. <laughs> like like. That, that it don't work that way, you know it what I mean? Don't that it don't work that way. Like, 
it got to show up somewhere. Like I left the jobs I left. I didn't, and, and they was they wasn't happy to see me go, even right. though it wasn't great jobs because I couldn't work a good job. But you put you put in the work. I I, I was always the first one there, last one to leave, even when I couldn't right. hotel. Like so, right. it's the same situation. It makes perfect sense. Like why you know we supposed to get that because you earned the right to do it for yourself. You earned the right to do it at a certain level. It ain't just given. You know what I'm saying? Like you earned that, and I and yeah. I and I'm proud of that, man. And definitely proud of you, bro. Like I said, when I told said, yeah, we got we got to have that conversation, man. People, it's hey, that man. Power, man. I appreciate you. You know, say you giving me the platform, man. Just the VB of wisdom, man. That uh, you have given me for so many years, man. And just by being an example, dog. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you know. He can, you know, a lot of cats can't walk it how they talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I appreciate you for not being that type of dude, man. You know, you you took it you took it west on us. You know? <laughs> but you know, thankfully, you know what I'm saying, with the, with the social media, man, and by you being so transparent with everything, man, you you, <laughs> you know still feel like you know like you 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 in the house with us. You know man, what I'm saying? I'm still a resident. I still have my property there. That's yeah. that's that's home, man. Um, oh, that, that's yeah. home. I, I, you know, the funny thing is, I tell people all the time when I'm doing business. What I've learned in South Carolina, it's like it, it put me on the map here. Right. I I literally stand in, in a space by myself here. From what I what I learned there, I promise you. When I stepped in the door, and they're talking about in the realm of government contracting. I look at people like y'all don't know this <laughs> and I learned it in South Carolina or y'all don't have this DEI situation set up and they got it set up in South Carolina or they, you don't have supply diversity situations that I was a part of creating in South Carolina. You don't have it here where it's 150,000 people where we lived and it's a million people here. Wow. And so I, I, I can never say anything about, I know I was, I needed to step away. Mm -hmm. But it's home, man, because that's where the platform was created. The platform was created there, man. And um, I, I show and prove all the time. like, And I always never hesitate to say, hey, this is what we were able to do here. And right. that's why, you know, in my office, you see my top 20 under 40, South Carolina, everything. Oh, yeah. Carolina panorama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the platform, you know, oh, yeah. trying to figure it out there. Figured it out. And now we're pushing it all over the West Coast and other places. but. That's the home, man. That's the foundation, for real, for real. I love it, man. You, man, you are, you are, you are, you are a testament to what perseverance really is, man. You know what I mean? And, you know, you never gave up. And man, what you know, what I, what I love was, man, you, you took your family with you. Yeah, hey, man, that's that's all. That's what I got. That's yeah. all I got, man. Big boy, that's big. <laughs> we, a lot we, of folks would have took that back, ran, you know. Yeah, nah, it's it's that's that's all I have is my family. I people say what you what you want to do later on. I say I want to be a grandfather. You know, Thanks. that's 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 my goal in life is to be a grandfather. Oh, that's, yeah, dog, that's I big. understand. I understand the calling. I understand right. what I am. I'm I'm not here to try to be J.P. Rockefeller. J. You know, I'm not trying to hit be all of that. J.P. Morgan right. or you know John D. Rockefeller. I'm not here for that. Because my family has come from so much adversity, generations wow. upon generations. You know, my family got from the 60s on the welfare system. Wow. 
You know what I'm saying? To where now my son is the first of my of my um family, of my family of Washington's to go to private school. Wow. Being paid for. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's the wow. first in my family. I was the first to go to college. Like, so we it's it's about changing the narratives. So my right. job is to put them in position to go as far as they can go. And my job is to help them. So I want to be a grandpa. I can't wait to be able to babysit my grandkids so my kids can go out and take over the world. I look right. forward to that. So freedom over finance has always been me because with actual freedom, real freedom, the finances have come for me. You know what I mean? Right. By me creating freedom, by me having the time to be with my kids whenever that 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 helped me out tremendously and they, I'm stuck on them and they stuck on me. So that's what that's what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> Listen, man, you, you're not a bad person to be stuck to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, listen, speaking of that, let everybody know how to find the Tuck Project. They want to donate support. Hey, yeah. we got to get you out here, man. Um, I, I, as I told you, with the school I got out here and I'm going to be, you know, we're going to be getting some other ones. You I know, I get for you to um come out and bro, you know I love to fly. So you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make that happen for real, man, because they, they these babies they need it and they have an amazing program that they created out here. It's the first of its kind. And all I can think of is how we can, you know, piggyback and do it back home and in different places, man, to create an all high school that's catered to um teenagers that's recovering addicts. And That's to help awesome. these babies to do something, man, I, I just fell in love from day one. And it got and, and I said, yo, they they up underneath the wing. You know what I mean? So awesome, I'm, it's time to love awesome. one of them double time now, man. Yeah, man. That's awesome what you're doing, man. You know, you, but you know, you you already know, man. You you got a favorite son, man. Um, just you know, say Tuck Project, man. Um, you know, you you can follow me on uh you can follow me on the uh, social media. You know what I'm saying? Platforms. Uh the uh Tuck Project. Uh we on the gram. Uh we on TikTok. You, you know, uh, you can follow me on uh, Facebook, Terrence Tuck Tucker, or you can follow me on TikTok, Tuck Project as well. Uh we on LinkedIn, Terrence Tucker. And um, you can also go to my website, tuckproject.org. You know what I'm saying? Tuckproject.org. And you know, you you know, so hit me up, man. You know, we we're available, you know what I'm saying? We travel, you know what I'm saying? We just looking for a reason to make an impact, man. And that's yeah. all we Most definitely. Most definitely. Listen, y'all, I told y'all this was going to be super exclusive as always, man. And it was just like kicking in with my brother for an hour. So that was always good, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's always a good situation, man. Uh, I mean, know how to stay in contact with us. I won't starve.com on all platforms. You can follow me personally. I am Jay Halim on all platforms and listen, <clears throat> stay, stay up, you know, for, go to the YouTube page at star talk and subscribe, like, like subscribe, click the notification bell. So when we put this dope interview out, you need to be the first one to get it and check out the clips that we doing. Check out the latest interviews that we got out right now. Hey, Tuck, keep it, bro. <laughs> Love you, man. Yeah. Be safe, man. Thank you so much. Love you, man. Appreciate you, man. Take care of the family. Will do, will do, bro. Salute.